0: Welcome to the Nerds back guys number 375. Very soon, people will be announcing all of our Comic-Con goings on. San Diego Comic-Con, which of course is the uh, weekend of the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st of July. And the week leading up to that, starting the 9th, is Course of the Force. So join us, by a run segment, come in costume. Uh, run a quarter of a mile for the Make-A-Wish Foundation we're starting at Skywalker Ranch this year go to StarWars.com slash course of the Force also we're doing our live podcast at Bobo Theater still can't announce the guests yet but it's really good Uh, so if you go to Nerdist.com slash calendar there's still literally just a handful of tickets for that left Uh, so come to that and then also I'm going to be performing stand-up in Philly this weekend the 27th, 28th, and 29th of June at Helium so you can go to HeliumComedy.com or Nerdist.com slash calendar for that date the Comic-Con date any of the fall dates I'll be in San Francisco Coming up. Uh, a lot of fun things announcing uh, on the horizon. We're putting up a very special video that we shot at Nerdis for Course of the Force on July 9th. So look for that. It may involve a cantina. It may involve a cantina. I'd like this episode is Paul Fieg, who is a genius, and a very well-dressed genius too, but genius wrote Freaks and Geeks wrote on a lot of amazing shows that you loved, then ended up directing a lot of amazing shows you loved. He's directed like Madman and 30 Rock and Weeds and Board to Deck, Parks and Rec. Nurse Jackie directed Bridesmaids. Directed frickin' Bridesmaids. Um, and he uh, also tells us some interesting stories about some things that he wanted to write but never got to professionally. So uh, that we open a juicy vein of deliciousness there. His movie The Heat with Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy opens Friday, June 28th. So you should definitely go see that. Uh, Paul is a wonderful guy and uh, we—he is, he is one of us. We've had a good run with one of us people lately, Katie. Like people who just snap right into the podcast, like the missing puzzle piece. Right? Who knew there was a Paul Feig-shaped hole in the podcast before? Now he has filled that with the Nerdist Podcast episode number 375 with Paul Feig.
1: Now entering Nerdist.com
0: On all your good stuff. Oh, thanks, man. It's yeah, exciting. Congrats on your stuff. Uh, you know. Come on. Come on, try. What do we do?
2: <laughs> you try, try. That's what I should try. Yeah, see, that's yeah. You're like. <laughs> Jonah, you have don't to try, try, try. Exactly. No, well, just yeah, try. I've been trying that. <laughs> that
3: didn't
1: work,
0: right? Jo- no. Jonah's like, the Jonah, you're sort of the guy who's like, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't want to get too ripped.
2: Like, yeah, do yeah. you know how what would have to happen? <laughs> For yeah, that to happen. I have to go to the gym <laughs> one time. Yeah, uh, not my shirts would fit. Got to buy all new shirts. Like you're gonna it seems like, like, a like you're gonna your
0: do one answer. fifteen pound curl and foof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. oh, oh man,
3: God damn it! Nothing fits anymore. Shit! I knew I shouldn't have done this. Yeah.
0: Everyone's scared of me, but it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's just one. You would actually be a monster if you like. If you ever seen, we, we talked about. if You just awesome.
4: put in some effort, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm
0: saying like if if you were if you were if you were, if you were like ripped. You'd be you'd be like you see the Rock and that and you think oh he's just a buff guy but he's a buff huge tall he's, guy yeah, yeah. yeah. so with, he's he's with an a, imposing figure a
4: cocktail of magic going into him that is probably just whey protein I don't yeah. know like
2: <laughs> well good. yeah when we met Joe Manganello, <laughs> yeah um, he's like a, he's my height and like my build but you know but he's not no, right, no he's, he's not built. your build no no like, like <laughs> sh- shoulder width and like size and like the you know the body but he's in shape he okay. is fitness. that's the key that's the key. yeah yeah do you, are you guys agreeing with me on that.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, there are elements of that that I could get on board with. He's like my side. I mean, that's like that me like... saying
2: I'm, Chris and I are the same build because he's my height. <laughs> no, but your shoulders are way more broad than his. That's not saying the same thing whatsoever. It's because I'm yeah, yeah, but yeah, but no, you have a bigger bone structure than Chris.
3: <laughs> uh, keep I digging, everybody. Keep
0: digging. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember calling you sideways
4: tall on the television show. And oh, my else... God. That was it's... huge. That blew up. Everyone <laughs> called me sideways tall after that. Side-tall. Thanks, Chris. I'm so sorry. Hey, we have a guest here. Happen. I love you. Hey.
0: Paul wants to watch. <laughs> Paul, Paul Paul's, Paul's gonna take notes and make
3: a thing out of this, right, Paul? Well, now nah, it all sounds it all sounds wonderful to me. <laughs> I'm just supportive of you guys. Thank That's you. Paul. Stop it. Thank First you. of all, Everything you look, doing. you look amazing. Thank like, you. I'll oh, go on. Correct. This suit. This, I'm a handsome man. Oh, i saw, oh, You mean my suit? Yeah, well, it's all that. of you. it. You go to a Brooks Brothers for that? Where'd you get that? Yeah, you yeah. know, <laughs> over the Club Monaco. Oh, this one up yeah, exactly. Beautiful. No, no. I, I I'm a uh, three I'm, piece. I'm a sartorial guy. I, it's great. I enjoy my, uh, my, my seville row stuff.
4: Yeah, listen. Uh, if I oh. just could uh, put in the effort to uh, fit into a suit. Then <laughs> I would you totally would you get dress into like a suit it's
3: all about tailoring, my friend,
0: yeah, it really is I know it is oh, I, believe that's me, the key isn't it getting like it a is. really
3: well tailored suit it is i'm I'm not in very good shape, but just if you get the right tailor <laughs> you you look better than you really are, <laughs> so uh do the tailoring workout, right. everyone. Yeah, Come on. Yeah, no what's effort true. whatsoever. <laughs> the tailoring <laughs> workout. As you grow, your suits grow. Yes, yeah. exactly. They're and very forgiving. In
0: exactly the right way. It's like the
3: Hulk's shorts, you know? They just sort of... <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. just stretchy. <laughs> yes, they go to where they have to go.
4: But I always your suit had... coat four pounds? Oh, it's the extra fabric, just in case. are <laughs> yeah. to take it out. Just all in
3: there. <laughs> it's ready. It's like a fishing reel. <laughs> yeah, it reels in and reels out. It's ready to go. Exactly. It's
0: so exciting to have you on. I don't think we... Ha- I mean, many, many times have we...
4: Uh, uh, sung the well-deserved praises of uh, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, think
0: We keep hoping... You know, I'm I'm sure with all of this. Uh, Netflix you know,
4: has money. I've heard. I yeah,
0: know. seriously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Arrested I don't think it. they have
3: that much money for <laughs> that cast. I can't I can't afford to even hang out with them. It's, they're too now. rich.
0: Yeah, and then I just saw Linda Cardellini on freaking Mad Men. I know exactly.
3: I know. So yeah, no, they're they're, they're ever It's great. It, you feel like a successful parent. Like none of the none of the kids are in jail. So uh, <laughs> so that's the good part. Do you think that uh, give it a Franco week? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Franco. To hit the think, penitentiary. Do you think being a performer gave you a good eye to spot other good performers? I think I think having been an actor and a performer and a comedian the more you're in touch with sort of what actors go through I do feel it helps I think it helps more in directing I mean as far as finding talent it's really you just wait for these aha moments which is you know you, hundreds of people come in to audition and there's always you know Every once in a while, you go, Oh, yeah, they're good. Yeah, that person could be good. Like, I remember that person. And so you kind of amass this little list of, Yeah, they're, yeah, they could do it. And then somebody comes in and just blows everybody else out of the water. And so you kind of wait for those moments. It was bad when you're directing television sometimes is you get one session, and so you usually kind of have to pick out of the, like, yeah, they're pretty good, mm. but that's nice when you're kind of doing a movie or, or a TV pilot or something, you really take that time for those aha moments, and every one of the kids that came in for Freaks and Geeks that we cast was just like, holy shit, they're the one. Sam Double M Levine. Oh, my, yeah, look out. Look <laughs> Little out Little for Levine. Man. I know. I <laughs> love <laughs> Sam Levine. Yeah, he's the great... You, you know the story of how he got it? Because he no. came in, he auditioned for Sam Weir. He auditioned for John Daly's yeah. part. And he was doing his thing or whatever, and then at the end, he like stops and he looks past the camera and he goes like, "Can I do it now?" And then he does uh, his Shatner impression, and that was Judd and I both like, "Okay, (laughs) we gotta cast this guy." (laughs) His audition was fine, but that's the part. The Shatner one was
0: the one that that, is Neil. That is is Neil right there. The one that got it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you? Was there a lot of crossover between when you were writing and directing versus when you were performing? because I, I wonder when you when you see people audition when you're on the other side of the table oh yeah it totally changes the way that you approach it it I,
3: I, if i knew now what i knew when i was a performer you know an actor trying to get jobs i would i would have faced the the audition process 100% you know differently it's I used to like just kill myself going like oh my god I tripped over that line like I I stumble over a word like I lost the part I hire people now who can barely put two sentences together (laughs) (laughs) but you go like there's something kind of funny about that person or kind of great and actually and then the converse is sometimes people come in so polished you're like like there's nothing there and I realized I was coming in like trying to be so polished and everything uh so yeah you know so you, so you'll learn a lot more but but I'm also having been a performer when I'm in auditions I get very uncomfortable for people and I sure. want them to to do well and so Judd's, Judd judge uh quote about me is that everyone leaves one of my auditions thinking they have the part oh. so I guy like, laugh and I think but I want to encourage them I want them to be at their best um It also know. means that you can't judge when you're in an audition because you
0: you can think you kill and then you never hear about it again or you can go
3: I I fucked that up and then they're like, "Hey, you got it." Hundred percent. I, I, I always tell I always tell actors like, just go in and do your best and don't. You can't obsess about it. It's hard. It's you know, it's hard to say because obviously it's what we're doing. But there's so many times I'll, you know, a year later go like, "Oh, that guy was really funny. Remember him? We auditioned him. Let, like, let's give him the part." So you don't forget if somebody's great, you don't forget. But the other thing is, I think there's must be acting coaches and stuff who say like, in an audition they're going to ask you to do an adjustment if they like you. And so sometimes I'll see somebody, they're great, and I don't need an adjustment. And so you'll see them... You, know, you go okay, well, thanks, and they, like their face falls, and they're like, "Oh my god, I fucked up," and you're like, "No, you got it." Like, what do I? You have to give out courtesy adjustments. You know, I do, and yeah. it, it, you know, there's it, it, a lot of times you know you're overbooked, and you're, <laughs> you're just so, so tired in your own head when you're auditioning people. Oh, god, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. It's the worst because I'm, I'm literally like, okay, I, even like sometimes you just go like, this person's so not right. And it's like, okay, let me give them an adjustment, yeah. <laughs> and then they drag it out, and you're like, oh fuck yeah. it. So I, I want to eventually become the guy. I want to be the guy in the producers who goes like, thank you. You know, right yeah. the minute they open their yeah. mouth, yeah. What, 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 <laughs> I, I think I think what you should actually
0: do is, if you if you want to give an adjustment to people, just pick things that they've put on their special skills that you know they probably can't do because most actors <laughs> put like five things on their on their special skills where they go, well, this is a generic thing like horseback riding. Yeah. Or, or and and if I'm ever called upon to do it, I'll figure it out. Yeah,
3: I'm gonna have to have them pr- pr- uh, to prove that they can horseback <laughs> or, right, or, or, or do it. Or room. like,
0: oh, it says on your that you speak Spanish, so do this next take yeah. in Spanish. Yeah. No, uh, no. no skydive. That's right. Yeah. Actually,
3: Every... Mike, I had a, I, I was uh, did kung fu for a long time, and I had uh, my my teacher, my seafood uh, was great. He was a great guy uh, named Todd. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds Sifu Todd, you know, yeah. <laughs> which actually would be a good seafood restaurant. Um, but uh, he gave me his his resume once, and it. It made me laugh because it said uh, accents and Italian something, and said Jewish. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I can only imagine
2: what Sifu Todd's uh, Jewish accent uh, is. <laughs> actually... Oh
3: I gotta tell you what's the thing. <laughs> uh,
2: Dana Gould has uh, the Ed Wood's um, headshot, and on the back it has his resume, and then it has like special skills. And one of the um, one of the dialects is Negro.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. no! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no!
3: Perfectly want to hear that time. Fire yeah. that up.
0: <laughs> I, I was looking at your. Te- i looking at all your television credits. Right now, and they're but facts of
3: life. Yes. Come on. Give it up, right? did, did you
0: take the good
4: or the bad? <laughs> Thank you.
3: I, did you I, take I took it bus? all. I took it all. <laughs> well, there you have it. I, I was on, on the uh, Cloris Leachman years, too. This oh. was not the... So this was the... You mean the Clooney years. <laughs> well, I sadly was not lucky enough to work with Clooney. Uh, but it was it was the most humiliating role I've ever played because it was all about the girls. We're going to have a party. To rate guys, and so they were going to invite all nines and tens. And who showed up? No, an eleven. You got uh, eleven. Thank you so much. Me and some other poor uh, Indian guy who they we they literally made us wear propeller beanie hats. Sure, nerd, was, that's what nerds wear—propeller yeah, beanies. Yeah. You know, that's we've how, come
0: up, we've come a long way. Yes, yeah. yes. So you see, see. <laughs> you
3: see on yeah. someone's resume, I can do a nerd. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> you
0: know? Hey, everybody. Yeah. You Hi, I'm
3: here for the party. Yeah. <laughs> hey, J- hey, Blair. Oh God! And then the worst was like, you, you love know. the Lord. <laughs> And she did too. She She was always playing Christian music. But they had, you know, so they had all these hot guy extras. And so it's a live taping, (laughs) and so they have the warm up. And so there's all these girls in the audience, and they're all screaming for all these guys. And uh, so the warm up woman, between a break, she goes like, "Well, girls, what do you say? Let's rate some of these guys, okay?" Oh, and she so started like pointing I just, I, I just walked off the set I was like, okay, I didn't, I didn't. No,
0: that's where you walk back on And then just take your dick out But don't reference it Yeah, exactly Just let it hang just, go like, just, Come just, on. Just, the,
3: just a little piece of it What's
0: my number now? It's a three Yeah, <laughs> exactly Three and a half yeah. from, I, from the ground <laughs> What? I, I interviewed Sorry. I interview. That's a very non-Euclidean way to measure dick length. Yeah. Like oh, I'm measuring from the, the yeah exactly because yeah. you don't know how tall all the guy. way around the planet <laughs> yeah. starts down and then back around the top yeah. of yeah. me. If I do
3: it backwards. I can speed, put yeah. time backwards and I can yeah, save yeah. Lois Lane. So yeah. yeah, perfect. Whip it. I yes. Can top. You're, you are never to use your dick to interfere in human history. Well, I think oh, that, is that what the rule is? is something
0: Darrell yeah. taught us. Oh, that is true. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll we'll but, see how
3: this new Superman plays out.
0: Cloris Leachman, by the way, I got to interview her once, and she's. I mean, this was even just a few years ago, and she was fucking amazing. She's hilarious. And no. she's saucy too. Legitimately funny. Yeah. Oh no. Not she's... like older person funny. She's legitimately funny. No. No. Older person yeah. funny. <laughs> well, you know, older people it. you're like, oh, they're cute. cute. Yeah. Right. yeah. She's that sweet. No, she
2: devastated me. I was uh, writing on the um, MTV uh, Music Video Awards, and she was in the green room because she was doing a bit on it. Um, and <laughs> like, uh, I was like, oh, this is gonna be rad. I'm gonna. I'm a huge Clara Leachman fan. I'm gonna go up in the middle of this young MTV thing where no one probably knows who she is. And I went up. I was like, hey, Kloris, I'm a really big fan of all your work. I think you're really funny. And she's like, that's nice. And then turned around. And I
0: was like, oh shit!
2: I got denied. You and everyone else. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's funny. No, yeah. she's
3: awesome. She's so cool.
0: So when was the? Uh, at what point? At what point in your performing career did you start sort of drifting into? I think maybe I want
3: to write or create things rather than well. I mean, I was I had gone to USC Film School, so my goal was to be Woody Allen. I wanted to write, direct, and star in my own stuff. But then, when I was act when I was acting on these shows, I would always write an episode of whatever TV series I was a regular on. I, I was a regular on five TV series, and uh, four of them got canceled within the first season. So Sub- Sabrina, <laughs> Sabrina. Well, that finally took off, and then they wrote me out after the first season, so they canceled me. God damn it! I know uh, you can't win. But but I, I I would always write, and I always kind of become friends with the writers and uh, hang out with the directors and stuff. So, so I, I felt it was coming and I kind of put it off for a long time because you always, you know, think, oh, I, I, I will be a, a movie star, which clearly it was not destined. So it, it took about Fifteen years to slowly kind of transition into it, but uh, but you know I, I didn't, during that time I really got to hone my writing skills and all the writers are always nice and I always turn to the scripts and they give me notes and stuff. Were and, you staffed on shows? No, no, I would just I would just I was a a, seri- a regular like a series regular on it, uh, and so but I knew all the writers. I would always just kind of pal up to them and most of the time I'd write a script they kind of wanted to do it on the show and then the show would get cancelled so. <laughs> but I, I got an ALF spec uh, laying around if anybody wants to read where that where is that or, yes it's in, my, it's in my files it's the first spec script I wrote you send it elf. over we will produce it for the Nerdist Channel oh you got it because it's a very special episode of ALF of what <laughs> happens elf, it, it elf basically get? he becomes because uh, uh, he can't show his face he um, starts becoming a counselor at a, a suicide hotline oh
1: my god <laughs> 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 and right. my
3: gene <laughs> turn was there was a guy who was going to jump off a building and Elf couldn't get to him. So he had the girl from the show put him in a backpack and he cyrano her to tell, talk the guy down from the ledge. That's, oh. Isn't that genius? That, That's really thank you so much. Nice.
0: Tell him to jump! <laughs> 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 exactly. Yeah. Nicely <I'm> done. <laughs> that was my one impression when I was a kid. Well done. That's I used to go do the morning announcements in high school as Alf. <laughs> as a...
4: <laughs> oh, my <laughs> to God. You delight were the
0: of coolest no one. person in the world. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Did you hear Chris Hardwick's Alf this morning? Was uh, yeah.
3: Spot yeah. That was fucking spot guy. Let's <laughs> finally invite him yeah. to that party. I didn't know Alf was in our school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey who has detention for Father Holmes I went to Catholic school
3: yeah. uh, uh, this is a whole new god thing you got going damn. here
0: listen Paul all I'm saying is we could make
3: it happen now even oh though god. the guy who does that we could probably just get him nah nah. well what fun would that be then, on, let's do a dramatic reading of my script. <laughs> oh my yeah. god I would totally do that I will dig that out of my files oh, this, that done. What, what was the episode called oh god I don't remember honestly all I remember is I formatted it wrong so it was literally like 70 pages long <laughs> 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 I thought every time you cut to like <laughs> in the kitchen, you have to get. So they're talking between the kitchen and the things. Wait, wait, so wait a wait, wait. a, a
0: seventy-page dramatic elf. Script. Yes, yeah. exactly.
3: <laughs> Called "Falling Back to Earth." I think we call that internet gold. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, hey, yeah, what it. It was that actually? <laughs> oh, my. It's going to be that now. I'll tell All you right, that we're, much. we're gonna we're gonna get on this for the channel. <laughs> um,
2: if you can't get Alf, I think Mr. Chompers from Permanent Midnight will do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was about to start making a bunch of Man of Steel references and put Alf in there, but yeah, we. No, no one else has no seen else it yet, seen so, it. so I, can't, oh. I can't do that.
4: We didn't, we Uh-oh. didn't, we didn't see it on the Warner Brothers launch.
3: jor you're <laughs> my father. <laughs>
0: Spoiler! Do this the Come on,
3: time. what? Oh, great! <laughs> now I don't have to see it. Sorry, <laughs> that's the
2: only thing. Is that you're it? Gonna, yeah, oh. That's the one thing. It's you're... better in my mind right now than it will ever be. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it! Uh, okay,
0: we're gonna we will we'll, we'll do this. This will be really fun. Uh, I'm, I'm psyched about this. You know what we could do is we could do it. We could just do it here live at Meltdown. Yeah, with an
3: audience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what am I offering? Oh, this is. <laughs> 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 you're offering gold. Yes. I know. Uh, I'm I'm willing to do it. Uh, Okay, we will, count we, will me in. We, will,
0: we will do this we will do this the unproduced false yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Elf spec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'd have to see if we could get um did Max what's his name Die? The uh the who I don't always saw oh. the guy who would always talk like this oh, and I don't everything. Know if he's oh yeah, the, the
3: dad or whatever, right? Yeah,
0: he was I, he was this guy and everything. Well, something he may something or may bad not happen. Yeah. I remember
2: hearing something about crack.
3: Uh, oh. I heard he ate Pop Rocks and died. Or was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was Mikey. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Was... No,
2: he he, he, he fucked a girl with the fish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They threw no, wait a minute. Oh, no, that, no, that, that was A <laughs> no, kind of right. hamster. He ass. was. Let's up. No, right. right. Exactly. If you could just hold still while I put this Pepsi <laughs>
0: bottle
3: inside, <sorry. laughs> <laughs> is, no. is that Cosby? <laughs> no, that was that. Guy. Actually, I have, I'm going to say that's a it's a good imitation. That was that guy. Chris is. It is a little Cosby. ish
0: I can do anyone from House.
3: Max Wright. Max Right. Chris is just trying to do a table read. Happened to that guy. How are you in your small wonder impersonation? Small wonder. Um, no, I
2: can't uh, there are the girls. There I think He's it's best to look up thing. the Wikipedia.
3: The sad, thing, the
4: thing I read about Small Wonder, the girl who played Vicky, is uh, in the Stripping later in. in the show's run. Now, later in the show's run, though, they would send her out to like theme parks <laughs> oh, dressed no. in the costume, oh, <laughs> no. like to make
3: my name is Vicky. Hello, <laughs> hey, do you want to jerk me off? <laughs> <laughs> jerk off, rip. <laughs> no,
0: oh, Vicky, again. Can't
3: control arm. Yeah, it yeah.
0: was a literal. <laughs> <hand
3: job. laughs>
2: this <Just, laughs> is an accident. I don't think it's an. But accident.
3: What if Vicky was going to give a handjob to Alf? What that might that <laughs> sound like? It'll go a little something like this. <laughs> Hello, Alf. Yeah. I'm here to jerk you off. Yeah. When I
2: said I wanted pussy, I didn't mean this. <laughs> hey, how many dicks do you think Alf has? Pickle lipstick,
3: because <laughs> they're like
0: little dog dicks. Uh, by the way, that thing you just said, yeah, about about that was in the very first stand stand-up set I ever performed. Oh my god! I said, <laughs> I said hey Willie, what's with the cat? I wanted some pussy. Uh, did not, did not do well. Yeah. Did not, did not kill the way I thought it was. Wrong, cats, so right? Yeah, he sure did. You Wanted to. Oh, that's right. That's right. Nice. Um, writers, writers also enjoyed a stage career. But... Crack,
2: crack, crack, crack.
0: Okay, here's yeah. something. Oh, he th- appeared in the Public Theater's 2010 production of *Winter's Tale*. Oh, my all right. God. Okay, so he's working. <laughs> uh,
3: there's nothing in here. Oh, no, that... no, maybe he's still around. there let's let's, oh, get, no, let's him. get him. Oh, so, My God. Are
2: you sure? Nothing... He's not like. How come we were all convinced something bad happened to oh, him? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: wait a minute. Okay.
2: Come on. Bring it home. Bring it home, Chris. Cane, cocaine. Everyone, don't land that plane.
0: The second thing that comes up when you when you Google his name is Max right crack
2: oh! oh nice good
4: but, but max right crack snopes
0: so Be- maybe it's before a- you
3: oh.
4: continue reading uh, let's remind everyone to go see heat in theater <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> who may have been busted by the team of
3: McCarthy. Yeah, there you go yeah. see how that ties he's coming, in everybody. he's our he's new supervillain. Um, it's a crack supplier. It's <laughs> a true. Okay, let's I'm not saying. stop at one spec. No, no. Let's. Make, <laughs> I got a bunch. <laughs> I got a bunch, my friends. Well, well, Conrad uh, Bain, I know, is producing movies that you always the horror movies you know Conrad Bain from, yeah but uh, he's dead now so he's oh, wait. oh, no, oh no I'm sorry Conrad Janice. Conrad Janis is producing horror movies because every time there's like a the AFM you'll see a poster with Conrad Janis Conrad
0: Bain is producing nitrogen in the soil yes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's what he
4: does. well done well played well played thank well played, you so. yeah, yeah. Was great that wow. great that was
3: good, that was good. Chris, while surfing the retire the immediately retire <laughs> <yeah>. immediately <laughs> <Yeah>. multitasking is <laughs> yeah. going on here the only thing he's producing is <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh god. Okay, let's it.
0: see. Is a National Enquirer posted an exposé on right after acquiring a homemade sex tapes. Mm-hmm. Oh, showing uh right having smoking uh, smoking crack and having gay sex with a random homeless man. Oh, and wow. then,
2: but this is a weird How thing. old was the homeless how old, man? How old was exactly. the
0: homeless man? We but could both be <laughs> right. This was a weird thing to add that he had literally just met. All
2: right. Well, that's I mean, weird. Yeah. Now you mean he didn't have a long-storied relationship with the gay homeless man? But,
3: but, but Lure him slowly. This is in. not.
2: I, I don't.
0: I
3: don't
2: know.
0: Uh, it says he was arrested in 2002, 2003 for drunk driving. Uh, but uh, but this this is this is sourcing the Inquirer. Oh boy! So I don't I I can't say that those things well,
4: are skyrocketed circulation. What I just want to say is we're open to having him on. Yeah. If day you're day. out there, reach right. out to us.
2: Prove us wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, Alstad. I just going to call him Alstad. <laughs> <laughs> prove
0: me wrong. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to find this somewhere else. Uh, Katie, can you look that up, please? Yeah. Uh, and and <laughs> <laughs> and also you might want to cover your search history tracks, <laughs> our, <laughs> Sorry,
4: really. our intrepid producer. Max, Please. right?
0: Gay sex crack. <laughs> Empty your cash. Empty your. <laughs> cash. I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if this is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, cracks, correct It always you. does. <laughs> yep. Am I right? Come on. <laughs> give it we, up. we have no. Um, <laughs> we have no. We have no proof that any of this is true. Correct. You
3: can just. The views and opinions expected oh, we have, the Nerdist. I'm sorry. But, but we that's have, the Inquirer, though. But there are stills. Oh, oh wow. Oh, there are. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, well, I was. Oh my! Yeah. But, but he's still, still wearing the glasses, yeah. though. But that
2: would <laughs> never. You check know, to be honest, it, it, that could happen that, on the set of Alf. I know probably, they you know? just met, but they do look like they got along really well. Really, yeah. Fast. Oh, you know
3: what? No, I'm sorry. That's from that reading I did of my very special episode <laughs> of <laughs> yes, Alf. That's, what happens.
2: that's who it. And in, in the end, he want that he wants to commit suicide, and Alf realizes that he's on the phone with him. Yes, yes. I just rewrote your thing. Thank hey, you. Really, nice. a lot of us are really concerned that you're smoking crack. <laughs> so I brought a bunch of your friends together.
3: Intervention. It's the intervention. on an episode oh my called God. Dad Fucks a Homeless Guy. So uh, I, I kind of gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> the crack was added later by the yeah. network.
2: Yeah, uh, they, they always we needed to have it. broader appeal. I don't know. Yeah. Just, yeah,
3: kids love crack. It's, exactly. It's the broader. fucking of the homeless man. I don't know. It's, no, it's fine. But yeah.
2: this really you different. can have your art piece with the fucking yeah. of the homeless yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 man. Crack really scores yeah.
0: high in our demo. <laughs> We're really trying to get that 18 to 34 year old. <laughs> you, you can't find it. It's just the Enquirer piece, so that uh, I, I we, so we cannot say that that's there true. Well, the Enquirer
3: is very; uh, they do have a heavy legal team. Yeah. I
0: know from the past. Though. That's so, true. Yeah. So we they are just the print of it's not We right. are
3: just reading things that we
0: saw on the internet, and we cannot, we cannot. Uh, were they uh, not? <laughs> they were nominated. We cannot for... say anything about its veracity. We yes. just know that we saw
3: that online. Well,
2: let's just say there are actual pictures. <laughs> yeah, so, but
3: those uh, could be anything. They really had to have gone out. <laughs>
2: on Yeah, and that was kind of like before a really good Photoshop. That's clearly from a video. But why would they just video them? I don't know. Why I know the Inquirer. There's always did.
3: one guy's like, "I'm gonna fucking take down the dad from Al."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that guy's been living
2: high God, on the hog yeah, for yeah, way too is, long. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's been taking everything. I'm gonna take that I guy down do. a peg. All my well, both. I
0: hope none of those things were true, and I hope that Max is okay. I go. hope he'll do the reading, and yes. maybe now he will come do yeah. the reading
3: just to show everyone. <laughs> well, now he won't. <laughs> well, he might He's dredging up his past.
0: All <laughs> right, pretty sure we just dangled
4: something in front of him.
0: But <laughs> well, we do know I can do the voice pretty pretty good, you guys. A pipe or a pipe? <laughs> don't don't say it. Hey, good pipes. I mean, oh god, oh boy. Yeah. That's, sorry, That's <laughs> I didn't mean to make a crack. Oh. Oh.
3: And then it goes down
0: from there. Paulie, you bring out the best in us. Ah, uh, don't I? Don't um, I? Uh, so w- w- just getting back to your timeline <laughs> a little oh, bit. So yeah. now that we are gonna, we're definitely gonna do this live. Alfred. And then I wrote. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, but
3: uh, do, did you and Judd do stand up t- t- together? Yeah, we there? were we were yeah we were we that's how we met on this on the stand up scene which was which scene, uh, <laughs> the scene A long gone scene it, it was the the west coast it was kind of well here's what happened we were i was friends with like um Steve Higgins who kind of who runs yeah. uh, SNL now Hello, and Dave Higgins and Dave Gruber Allen yep. who you know so we were all stand-ups a bunch of us met at the Variety Arts Center uh, downtown used to have a stand-up club down in the uh, basement called the Edwin Theater In LA? In LA. Yeah, the right, uh, Kitty Corner from the the Pantry. Oh wow. Yeah, and that was kind of that was my base Who are we and a lot of us were there and so we would do stand up there and then where the Higgins boys and Gruber lived it was in this house in the back of the valley called The Ranch and we all would go there and we'd do our comedy then we'd go back and play poker all night and drink coffee and they'd smoke cigarettes and we'd just make each other laugh for years Yeah, this went on and then Judd was one of the regulars there and so we kind of befriended each other there by
0: the way Dave, uh, Steve Higgins hilarious Dave Higgins hilarious yeah. <clears throat> Dave Gruber Allen yeah one of the funniest but na- other people might know him as Naked Trucker yes yeah He's one of the funniest
3: people you could ever hang out with.
0: He doesn't really... He moved back west. I mean, he moved well, back, take back care east. His, his take care yeah. of his parents. He's care of his parents. So I think he's not really...
3: He comes in. He comes in. I did an episode of uh, uh, Paul Shear's show with him. You know, How did uh, this get made? S- no, 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 the SVU. Oh, yeah Uh But Groob is truly one of the funniest guys I know and possibly the nicest man. He is literally like like a saint.
2: He also goes on the Cinematic Titanic tours.
3: Yeah, he goes on there a lot. He does Todd Carlin... George Carlin's uh, brother, did you ever hear him do that? No. Oh, it's hilarious. It's one of his characters he does, uh, George Carlin's brother, which I guess he might not do it now since George is gone. But uh... Well, he could still have a brother talk. Yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> a surviving brother. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah, he was the guy, I, I mentioned this on a podcast about a year ago with... There was a guy, and that I had an that we would do this recurring Eddie Money bit, and it was Gruber, where we would we would just completely deconstruct two tickets to Paradise, <laughs> we would be like, where are, you, where are we going? Am I going go, Paradise? When are we gonna? When you go? When are we gonna leave? And I go, well, we're leaving tonight. He's like, should I pack a bag? Yes, pack a bag. <laughs> well, do you, can I? Can we leave? No, we're leaving tonight. A lot. I, can I bring a friend? I've only got two tickets. Like we would just do this for endless, and then the Eddie Money commercials. Came on, and everyone, everyone was like, "Hey, that's like that thing."
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, he used to do a thing in his when when they were doing, you know, Higgins, Boyds and Gruber. That was their their comedy team. Yeah. Was, and um, he used to do a thing called Dave's Beginnings, where he would teach you guitar, but he would teach you how to play the beginnings of songs. and It was super <laughs> fun. So, we get Dave on the show, have to have him bring a guitar and do that. Cause
0: oh, weird. that's that's
3: really funny. Yeah, and so uh,
0: so you guys all started, and it's it's interesting to hear about uh, the L.A. comedy scene. Well, this was what was this like late eighties?
3: Yeah, mid mid eighties actually. It was from. From 85 to about 90. What they, was,
0: that was mid-comedy boom, sort of. Yeah.
3: Did L.A. have a good comedy scene? Then? Oh, it was great. I mean, when I started, I decided to do comedy full-time in 1985. I'd been doing it in Detroit as, like, a kid. <laughs> literally, I started when I was 15. But then when I got out here, I decided to do it. And uh, there were so many comedy clubs that I could literally seven nights a week go to three different comedy clubs, open mic nights, and, and do my act, you know, work on my act, like, three times a well, night. Well, that has seven changed. Night. It's completely changed. I mean, it used to be everywhere. The comedy was everywhere. But uh, now it's, yeah, it's just down to the comedy factory and, and improv. And, and then the
0: 90 stuff. was right about the time when everything, when the bubble went pop. And oh, then yeah, uh, totally. And then cu- clubs closed, and then there's not as much.
3: Yeah, I think cable might have killed it just because there's so many stand-up specials. I think people were getting their Oh, their, people, their fill.
0: there was definitely oversaturated with comedy clubs. Yeah. and Because uh, th- there was that point where I think, from what I hear, you could just put comedy on in front of a building oh, and people would fill
3: the room. The places I did comedy, you, unbelievable. There was a place called the Deli Smoker, <laughs> which was on uh, Ventura Boulevard in the valley that was a deli. They just put a stage up there, and people would sit at tables and just eat sandwiches and watch you do stand up. <laughs> Sounds but, great. Yeah, it was oh fantastic. God. Then there was a sushi bar where they—I mean, l- there was one place I got—I got booked into. It was out in Simi Valley, and it was uh, the night of um, the World Series, and it's in this crazy bar. It's like out of you know, like out of a uh, Blues Brothers. So they didn't have the chicken wire, but they might as well. And so they got the, the World Series is on, and all of a sudden the like, <laughs> oh, guy gets up and goes no. like, "All right, all right, uh, turn off the TVs. We got comedy now." Oh. And I get up to do comedy in front of this hostile audience that watch the watch. But it, that's how it used to be. It used to be just like, put a mic up, and we can just have free entertainment. Because, you know, everybody was looking to do, do stand-up. But the thing that always drove me crazy, is go to the comedy clubs, is you go in, and they have a shitty mic and a bad sound system. It's like, the only thing you're required to have <laughs> is a microphone and a speaker. And you can't get that right. And they'd always go like, well, you guys wrecked the microphones. That was always... Comedians are always famous. We would destroy the microphones for some reason. As a comic, yeah. it is so fun to wreck microphones. It is. Yeah. You know, I'm the Pete Townsend of comedy. Yeah, like I just eaten like the mic after every punchline. Oh, totally. Toss- uh, yeah, start yeah. traveling <laughs> with yeah. Your yeah. Own Although <laughs> I do wonder this. <laughs> I did actually. Yeah, yeah it was, actually, because they they wouldn't put it. Oh, they were gross. There
0: was some com- there are some comedy clubs where you go where it's obviously they haven't changed the microphones in a
3: while. Oh, and so and dented. and they're
0: dented. Why are they all dented? That's what the you go like
3: you fuckers dropping. It's like I'm not dropping it. So why do I? But I would bring my own mic. I'm not germaphobe, but I. always
0: envisioned that it was from people just like blah, like right up on the mic that it just warped the microphone. Yeah. I think uh, with so. breath and no, both guys it.
3: would just have their mother on the thing like
0: yeah. that. Like when you see, Tom Lennon. Tom Lennon would do that bit where he would. He would like he would dab the microphone like on his tongue, yeah, like, like, oh, God. like how to not look like a giving a like you're like don't look like too much of a pro when you're giving a blowjob. And he would tap the he would <laughs> oh, tap the microphone on his tongue and be like, Tom, no, I gotta follow you. Yeah, well, not only that, but no, but it was almost like it was almost like watching a sideshow. Like he's putting that in his mouth.
3: Oh God, <laughs> I know. Oh. Things that's, you don't do on stage. I, I always, I always had a couple of bits where I would fall down, and that's there's no no longer amount of time than getting up in front of an audience where you fall down and you don't get a laugh. Yeah. What was your? Oh my what, god. What, what, was, what, what was your favorite bit that that never worked? Oh god, so many my my act uh, basically. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, I I did pretty well. It was it was a thing. I mean, was, here the, the the improv decided to open a uh, misguided comedy club in the valley. In a like a Sheraton hotel. You can see it on, it's on the 405 and the 101. It's this big place. And so they had it in this, you know, it, it was like basically like a, a function room. And I went up there one night and it was all. Teenage girls from a softball league and their coach, who was this guy who was clearly fucking one of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was super gross. He was kind of sitting there with his arms around there, like, hey. Oh. And they're all just staring at me. And so I remember like I did my bit where it's something about like you faint. I don't remember what it was. I put it out of my head. So this is the thing, I faint, and I, like a bang on the ground. All I hear is this one girl like Oh my God! <laughs> and it starts laughing, and it's just like oh, and it's slow getting up, and this guy's all douchey. And I'm there.
0: fine, everyone. I think he
3: went on to uh to uh, found American uh, Apparel. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I've charred. He got his yeah, stuff. Exactly. That's right. He finally found his place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, there's no money in softball. It turns <laughs> no, out exactly. that
4: there's... man is the other guy in those Inquirer pictures. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I, I knew it. He looked familiar. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to make out with Al's dad at the end of the day, really. Yeah.
0: I mean, Crazy. We looked at him like Max Wright founded American Apparel, like he's the guy behind him. Oh, if you could just pull those tube socks up there, uh, okay, uh, just uh, in front work. of this uh, wood panel. Uh, all right, uh, God, I can almost see your pussy.
3: Like, saying, like, like, like giving homeless people something to drink off to since 2005. <laughs> now, do <if> you tweet? <laughs> Now, Chris, if you tweak your Alf Dad impression just slightly, you could almost get a, a Owen Wilson out of it.
0: Oh yeah, Owen Wilson is a little bit more like. Yeah, there you see, there me. you go.
3: Oh,
2: and
0: I'm Mark Wright. <laughs>
2: oh my God, that's what <laughs> flow right into Cosby after that. Yeah, started oh, Owen. Oh, it. <laughs> it put... so, it start, it so it starts with flow rider. So it's flow rider. Go into flow rider, then into Cosby.
0: So it starts with well Owen, and then it all quickly goes into Alf, you know, and then into pudding, Pop. Pops. Yes. Yeah. Like it right, does. Yeah, there
2: is an evolution yeah, of those. I like this. They're all in the same family. They're
4: in the same I don't. I love you, time. and I don't want to break this to you, but there was no intonation difference. <laughs> yeah, I
2: know <laughs> the words were different. How could you break this to me <laughs> in
0: uh, front I'm of sorry. companies! Exactly. well-dressed oh. company? Oh, well, I gotta go now. <laughs> oh, Paul, come back. Oh, come All right, <laughs> um, but when so uh, <laughs> I would keep it. It's it's so fun to get off track because I like riffing uh, with you. Amen. But I do want to talk about freaks and geeks because wow. this this show, which I remember at the time, people it felt like. People were going bananas over this show. It was like it was a, such a unique voice in the late '90s of like right. what it was almost like, almost like John Hughes on television. Like right. this is a you know,
3: and then uh, and then just went away. Well, I mean, the people who were into it were into it, but there weren't enough for the network. Here's here's this is a, a commentary on the state of network television. Oh, I know what
0: you're going to do, and I'm a very excited. <laughs> to hear <it> like this.
3: <laughs> when we got canceled, we were the lowest rated show on on NBC with a regular audience of seven million people. Yes. Today, seven million people would be a pretty middling. Hit. You're, you're not going anywhere if you have no. seven million. Oh my people. god, no! You'd be great. You know, I mean, that, when they were just with the uh, you know the Candelabra movie, they're like, our biggest movie, you know, ratings two point five million. And you're like, wow, well, that's great, but holy shit, that's not what it used to be. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, also though, with um, with HBO in particular, though, especially with HBO Go on demand, yeah. it's, it's all broken up. It's all broken up, and yeah. so they don't. You know, like there's no. HBO in particular, you're not really incentivized
4: to have to watch it like yeah. right because you go, like, oh, I'll just watch it. Well, like you know? even The Office was averaging like four and a half million viewers. Yeah. Oh no, that totally. Was their big comedy, and they hit, were doing they well. Say? No, totally. Yeah. If the you're...
3: only the only thing is like Walking Dead, which you are familiar with, or Fair like much. Game of Thrones. Those are the only ones you have to watch when they air because all the fuckers will ruin it with the spoiler alerts. We were just on talking about Twitter. That. We
0: were talking about that <laughs> oh, before my God. that you you have to avoid social media totally. Um, but especially if you. If people think you see everything the second
3: it comes out... Well, yeah, when people are like live-tweeting stuff, it's like, don't do that, because then I'll accidentally come across it. And you, you get the last one first, so was like, and he's dead. Okay, well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And, oh, no, yeah. not that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd that'd he was my favorite.
3: Why do you think we're so rabid about... Sp-
0: it's like, it, because people get... It's so hard to surprise people anymore, and so mm. when you take the surprise away from them, it's it's like you fucking kick their dog in the
3: face. Like, people get so fucking mad. I guess because we don't have that many surprises anymore. And so, I mean, that's why all this serialized television is so awesome. Because it's the only thing that you have to kind of get at the moment it happens. Everything else you can consume however you
0: want. It's basically yeah. like someone I guess I like it's the same as someone standing in the back of a room of a magic show and going, It's in his sock. Yeah. And then exactly. people are like, God
3: damn it. Oh yeah. no t- well, I remember the most fucked up thing I ever saw was when uh, uh revenge Oh no uh, re- what's the second one? Oh my god. What, Nerds in star Paradise? Way. No uh, 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 Empire Strikes Back. Oh okay. You oh, said yeah, Revenge. Yeah. You meant Revenge of the No I'm actually going way back. You meant
0: Revenge <laughs> of the Jedi, yes. which then became Return of the Jedi. Exactly, but, but I, I, thought saying, I thought you were saying I thought you were saying Revenge of the
3: Nerds. See? I went to Miami Beach. I like that's good. I okay. like the, the thought process going okay. on here. Uh, but no, Empire Strikes Back. We were all standing in line opening night for the second show. No, some dude drives down. This is Detroit. Drives I think thing goes like. Uh, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker. Oh, ah! oh, that sucks. I know. It's like that's the most fucked up thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, he just fucking trolled an entire line of the entire line. He's like, "Boo!" That's <laughs> fucking great, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was hey, in retrospect, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Had that, I done it, I would have been on. Awesome. That man
4: went on to found Reddit. Yeah,
0: uh, <laughs> that should have. There should be video of that somewhere. <laughs> oh my God, guys, drive-by spoilers would be a fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I think we're about to start it right now. Yeah, I think yeah. that'd be great. You've Film yourselves done. doing that in front of you'd have to get someone (laughs) like billy eichner like someone that (laughs) you know like someone that that people would be like, okay, but it's funny when he does it. <laughs> but just, Or maybe it's Triumph. or I don't know. Maybe it's... Yeah. Yeah.
3: I like DriveBySpoilers.com. DriveBySpoilers. Dri- drive-by Quick, let's let's it's grab it on GoDaddy. It's Daddy. been registered somehow. Oh, shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone heard it through
4: the
0: vents. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: drive- <Yeah. laughs> right. Just one guy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, the internet
0: is self-aware. The internet registered it to itself. <laughs> yeah. V'ger uh, made it... <laughs> and it's already, it's already a thriving... V'ger, which internet.
4: I think was like where the Borg started, but that's just me. Yeah, 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 very good.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad Were- at least that <laughs> reference landed. Were you a sci-fi guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. Good. Yeah. Star Wars, though. Not so much a Trekkie. Not so much a Trekkie? No. Do you want to make sci fi stuff? I want to make sci fi comedy. Me too. Yeah, but it has to be the problem is they always do it as parody, and it can't be parody. It has no. to be funny sci-fi. Yes. Yeah, I got one that I developed years ago that I'm going to bring back as a TV series, so it may may show up. <gasps> what do you? What are some of the sci-fi comedies that you like that you think did well? Like Galaxy Gals- Quest. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the only one. Really. Yeah, that's the only because everything else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like Red Dwarf and stuff like yeah. that. But um, I would call Ghostbusters a sci-fi comedy. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. To a point. To a point, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, Um, that tone where it's like it's funny, but it's not making fun of it.
2: I think World's End is going to pull it off.
3: Yeah, that looks hilarious. Yeah. I'm going to the premiere tonight. Actually, oh, so, oh. 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 so uh, gotta they, go, guys. They pull <laughs> off
2: like genre comedy, yeah, like uh, perfectly.
3: I saw extended scenes from it at CinemaCon, and it was really funny. Nice. Oh, that's we. You know what, guys? Drive by spoilers. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Hey, the world on. doesn't end. Yeah. <laughs> <God> damn it!
2: <laughs> they kill Michael Sarah.
0: Oh shit!
2: <laughs> what was the other one that just came out? The uh, the, the watch. That oh was kind right of that was uh, last year yeah, yeah. oh yeah.
3: yeah i never I, I didn't see it
2: yeah, yeah. i it saw it I actually uh, it I, I watched it on a plane i quite enjoyed it oh cool yeah I, but I the thing is it. it's like it's they one marketed one it things. weirdly yeah that's the thing you watch yeah. it and you're like oh it's uh it turns out it's going to be like they uncover some crime syndicate or something like that but it yeah. turns out it's uh it's an alien invasion and like and they should have they should have had that be clear
3: i would have trumpeted that from the roof yeah yeah it's
2: very funny
0: what are you gonna do i've long wanted to make the comedy version of district Nine.
2: Oh my god
3: totally oh that's hilarious
2: yeah. Yeah, that'd be funny
3: that'd
0: be re- I mean maybe not so much the racism part
3: right? but you know yeah, it's like, always right. funny well then but what's the comedy about it the, then the, the co- <laughs> the Elysium's yeah. gonna be a knee snapper <laughs> a
0: slapper or a snapper one of the two <laughs> no it's so funny you actually break your knee yeah, it's right, really. that's, that's, that's actually one step above a knee slapper <laughs> right. it's I've snapped my knee what I
3: like about Elysium is it like rich people are so terrible that they will literally kill everybody
0: yeah exactly <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've had a, t- a tough time finding any footage of that online I've just seen
3: like the one trailer I again it. was at CinemaCon, yeah. so I, I saw the presentation of it. It's pretty awesome. I mean, it's 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 wild. It looks, you know, it's very District Ninety. Yeah, I, I love what that guy does,
0: Neil Blomkamp. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. What he did with almost no money for District Nine. District Nine
3: was like that. Was like the best movie that year. One of the best. Yeah, movies I mean, great. it's you know, it's like yeah. you
0: watch a movie like District Nine, and you go, he well, made this for what? Like five or six, seven million dollars, or something like that." And you go, "This way, there's no excuse, <laughs> yeah. for like Transformers with a hundred and fifty million dollars." Like, I know. You know, it's like. And even, but even just this, just the effects, and you know. Yeah. But I guess that's one of the things that makes it special. But District Nine is one of those movies where you go, yes, cinema's not dead. People will still, yeah. go see something that is clearly special. And there's Life invention finds a way. Now,
3: wasn't that didn't that start out as it was going to be a video game movie, and then they in the middle of it they switched it up and turned it into District Nine? I might be worth researching. I heard it started out as it was like going to be a video game movie, and then. Something fell apart. You mean uh, a video
4: game? I, I like mean, how Chris will jump on like a house dad smoking crack, <laughs> but does not jump on this to go. Oh, let me look at
0: that.
2: <laughs> oh, it's, yeah.
3: Yeah. That would take too long. Yeah, yeah. yeah who's got? Are yeah, there aren't any good pictures that. of them <laughs> d- changing their mind?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. is. Well, They're look smoking this. crack. Well, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. well, he's
3: fucking a homeless yeah. guy. Yeah. We got to change this yeah. up. It's where I come to think <laughs> and to come. No, yeah. it's where I come and think. Come for the thinking, stay for the coming. Exactly. <laughs> T-shirts. There you go. <laughs> we're quotable today. Oh well,
0: guys, I think we have our new Marie calendar slogan. <laughs> Come for the pie, say for the coming <laughs> Um so uh so freaks and geeks when mm-hmm. I think Judd talked about this a little bit that you know w- that it was sort of did it just sort of feel ripped
3: away from you or did you c- kind of go like ah I think this is coming were you prepared for it? It was both. We c- kind of knew we were on on shaky ground. I mean that's why we shot uh you know the the season ender for it basically you know before we we still had three more to shoot of our episodes but judd said to me like you should write the finale and so i did and that's when i wrote and directed just because we kind of the writing was kind of on the wall even though you're bummed out when it happens it wasn't really a big surprise so you know but it's still it's it's terrible it's like you know you you it's like having a family and then suddenly they pull your family away you know and i don't even mean just because we were all friends i just mean kind of these characters were just Kind of getting going, so we had a lot of places want to take them. That said, there's moments you go like, maybe we would have jumped the shark the next <laughs> yeah. season. So there's kind of like a hey, step away. How okay. long how yeah. long does it take typically to get your characters into your head or where you
0: feel like you understand them? Does it does it usually take about a season or two before you're like, oh okay, because everyone brings something different to the yeah. table.
3: It depends. I mean, it happened pretty fast on this because first of all, the characters are ones that I based on people I grew up with. But then when we found these the the kids at that point. To be in it, they had these really distinct personalities, and so we were really good at, at kind of using their personalities in it. And so w- we kind of felt like we discovered them pretty quickly. It was more how we could surprise people with w- ways, taking them in a direction we didn't think they were going to go. Like, you know, the prime example was making Ken from a rich family. Right. You know, that was never thought we would do that. But it's like, you know what, Seth, it feels like it would be weird and fun to do that. But um, I don't know, they, they were so kind of live, living, breathing people, you know, and they were so kind of part of those characters that it, it, it was, it, we kind of snapped into them pretty quickly and they were great too. They would bring so much extra stuff. And, you know, we'd also feed off of their interpersonal relationships. If somebody was mad at somebody, then we put it in the show. <laughs> and so it was, you know. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. At one point, like Linda and Franco were having kind of a bit of a feud and so it, it's that one episode where they're kind of fighting and, and uh, it, it was just, you know, it's fun to put that in because then it felt more real. Yeah.
0: But they're Um, all friends now. Everything worked out fine. It all worked out great. Everything. I'm doing a cartoon with Linda, so I see her every once in a while. Oh, my God. She's uh, the greatest. She's fucking awesome. Uh, I just love her. Love her. We did a sitcom together right before... Freaks and Geeks, maybe? I think Freaks and Geeks was like her next Good job. Burger, was it? No, it wasn't Good Burger. Good <laughs> Burger, was it? Good <laughs> Burger, I believe. That was said like a man <laughs> in a three-piece. <laughs> yeah. Good Burger. I believe. <laughs> was it a spinoff of the show All That? It's a <laughs> <laughs> the kids call it. Keenan and Kel? <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, we, we were in a sitcom together, and I'll then... She and then our show got canceled and then she went off and the next thing was like like that yeah like oh yeah. shit
3: well she almost got seventy show I think oh really oh, wow. yeah yeah
0: and but so, then it ended up they, being, then it ended up they being on E R ER for a while yeah
3: yeah she's all over the place but
0: you've directed a fuck ton of uh, <laughs> I mean I knew yes, I have I knew Ooh. some stuff but I didn't knew everything I didn't know you directed a Mad Men episode
3: yes first season. Uh, yes, I did. Which, which episode was it? Was it the one where she starts modeling for Coca-Cola, and oh, she's shooting at the birds.
0: Right, right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the first time where you're like, oh,
3: she's crazy. <laughs> mm, yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Betty. No. That's yeah. where That's yeah. where you
0: really...
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Betty. No, Betty. No. Oh,
0: Betty.
3: <laughs> where you really start swell. to see <laughs> the... Exactly.
0: <laughs> to see the to see the, the cracks in the yeah. Bizarre.
3: It was fun. I had a great time. I really befriended the whole cast and everybody and uh, it was fun. I just then only did the one. Uh, so, well, obviously, a ton of Arrest Development, but also yeah. you did a bunch of Nurse Jackies. Just, just yeah, over a ton of <laughs> Arrest Development. <laughs> that whatever. No Nurse Jackie. I, actually, Nurse Jackie. I, I had was one of the most fun things I ever got to work on. Really? But, yeah, weirdly because they let me really play around with the camera. You know, uh, you know, a lot of times you just you know you want to do the style of the show. And because when I did Freaks and Geeks, directors would come in and try to do different styles. Like no, like gets forced them to kind of shoot it the way you want it. So I'm very respectful of that. But there, they really liked which, if you don't know, directing world, like a thing, a scene you can kind of cover in one take, in one shot, without having to have cutaways and stuff, and they liked the scripts a lot, and they didn't want the the network kind of messing with certain scenes, so they were really into, like, shooting wonders. so it was really fun to figure out how to do these, you know, kind of in one take, how to to do a song. Uh, Do
0: do you sort of, with the style of a show like Arrested Development, do you feel beholden to, like, sort of like what you said, like, well, it really kind of has to be this way, Oh because that's the voice, the directing is also a part of the voice of the show. Yeah, the
3: big thing about when you're a TV director is you are there to... Help make things better, but you're also there to do to serve what they want. You know, again, go back to freaks. Like you know, we had a very specific style that I wanted, which was like a 70s kind of not a lot of moving camera, just you know, very. It's all about the performances, and you know, in 70s TV, there there wasn't a lot of cinematic stuff going right. on. and I didn't want that. So, but we'd have directors come in, kind of like they're setting up shots where they're dollying around the table, and we're going behind a pillar, and all this is like, no, don't do that because you're going to miss a great moment with the kids. So yeah, so when you go to a show, your your job is going like here's how I think we can do this. And either they'll go, like, that's awesome, we didn't think about that. Or if they go, like, you know, it's not quite in our style, and then you have to go, okay, cool. Because I had so many times, you know, other directors will, like, fight with you. Like, well, it's going to look like a TV show and all that. And that's the last thing you want to hear when you're, uh, you know, running a show. It's like, no, just do what I want, you know. So, but, you know, but but a good TV director will will bring in ideas where you're like, that's awesome, I didn't think about that. And then everybody elevates things. So, and what
0: with The Office, that also has a very specific style that yeah. you can't have to...
3: I mean, I, what I, I loved about The Office was we were very religious about the idea that it's an, actually a documentary. We, we didn't get this finicky about it on, on Arrested Development. So meaning that, like, there could be a shot, like, I'm talking to you, and then suddenly we'll cut over to me. And you go like, oh, well, I would have seen the camera behind me if I was looking at you. right? But on The Office, it was very much about, like... You know, we have two cameras in the in the in the documentary crew, find where they're gonna go where they wouldn't see each other and then you cover the whole scene like that. What I love about that is you're literally every time you're doing a take, you're getting the entire scene with all the coverage you need because they're those those cameramen are, are geniuses because they came from a lot of them, the original guys came from Survivor. So they're used oh, wow. to doing that. So they shoot it like they're hearing it for the first time. So all those little push ins and all that, that's them kind of freestyling. And then you know, then I'll sometimes go, Okay, maybe we'll do a push in here, but you really kinda get out of their way and it's it, it you get such an energy out of that the performances everything feels real feels in the moment and and more absurd jokes play real because they're playing out like they're in real life because they're being captured like real life so i i just i think it's like that mockumentary style is the greatest way to do tv comedy
0: yeah and so with the office is it is it pretty much um well, now, <laughs> may it rest in peace. Exactly, now it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but is it is it pretty much, you know, like there, there's a basic script idea in place, and then people sort of riff a little bit, and then they just... they it, In other words, it sounds like the camera, it, you're almost improvising along with the actors as the director.
3: You are, yeah, totally. I mean, they're very ultra-written. I mean, that's the best writing staff around, th- those people. They were so great. But then you've got the genius of Steve Carell, you know, so you... you you would just get what they had scripted, but then it was always fun to kind of like just change this. And Carl was always great to kind of go like, I don't know, give me something different, or you know, or surprise me with this, or he'll. And then so then yeah, you're getting all these kind of extra things that you need. And, and Greg Daniels is 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 one of the most talented you know, producers I've ever worked with because he was he would let that stuff happen. Like there was a, the the Halloween episode, which from the second season where we first kind of meet Creed's character, <clears throat> there was a whole. Thing in in the office with Michael and, and talking uh, to to Dwight and Dwight was wearing the Emperor from the from Star Wars outfit and as we were shooting the scene I just started to realize oh the camera or if we move over just a little bit it looks like the Emperor from like when you just kind of see the side of his mouth <laughs> and so we started redoing the scene just to kind of play up that gag and so we it went on this whole improv thing and and Greg liked it so much he ended up throwing out like a storyline just to extend that scene so it's all about. Dwight kind of looking like the emperor on camera. It's it's really funny if you watch it. I, I love I really love that scene because that was uh you know because a lot of showrunners won't jettison anything from the script if you have a great improv on the set. Yeah, uh,
2: when you're uh, when you're kind of like you're done with the scene, you guys scripted and then and then you start messing around with the improv. How long do you? I mean, you got tons of other stuff to do for the rest of the yeah. day. Like how long do you like? Go oh, all right. Is it when it becomes unfunny?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, I like to push past. I like to kind of go one or two past where you think you're done with it because yeah. sometimes something weird will come out of that. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the, the, the Office, again, is since you're kind of getting it all at the same time, you're usually let in less of a time bind as long as you kind of stay ahead of things. Yeah. You know, it's not like what happens if you're doing a show. You shoot more standard. It's kind of like I have an idea. Oh, then you got to go back and turn around or relight, and then it falls apart. You know, or you get one side of an improv that happens that's always the worst. That's always when I do movies. I try to cross shoot as much as I can so that I'm shooting both people Mm. because you know sometimes somebody will just come up with a great improv and you don't only have one side of it. And and it never is funny when you try to recreate it. No, Um, you
0: can tell because it's it's just it, it even just. Performing something versus just riffing something—it yeah. just comes from a different part of your brain, yeah, and a different. It just presented.
3: Well, that's like in Bridesmaids, that first scene where they're in the diner talking. I mean, that's you know, it was very scripted, but a lot of that goofing around, the funniest things in that scene were happened completely out of the blue, just by going talk about a penis, imitate a penis, you know, or or like Kristen just putting t- food on her teeth, I, and it just surprised all of us. And... Well, that's well, that's why because you know, particularly
0: in in something like that, you have uh, a fucking unreal cast of. Hilarious people yeah. that just on their own would be funny, yeah. but then somehow find a way to to work together.
3: Yeah, it's about you know, the, you know, I, the way I love the cast is you find people who are just funny, who are great actors, but also funny, able to to riff a bit. You know, good at improv. And whenever I do auditions, we'll have, you know, we'll have a scene for them to read, which isn't us- even usually from the script. It's usually like a longer monologue or or like a. One-sided conversation that we'll write, especially for the um, uh, the audition process, just so you can hear what people do. Is this like, you know, once people come in to like read the three lines they have, it's it's hard to tell what what you know what they have in in their in stock. But uh, when you have that, and then then we'll always do like an improv scene at the end, just to see if they're comfortable with it, if they overreach, you know, because some people trying to be fu- people trying to be funny is the least funny thing in the world. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you find out who's got a light touch. And not...
0: But with with with, a, with a movie like Bridesmaids, do you, do you
3: was there so much? That you were like, shit, I don't want to cut out. I mean. Oh, we had tons of stuff. You know what it is? You have to be in service of the story first. And so the the, the mistake is just load in all your jokes because you'll fatigue the audience. I mean, the funniest jokes in the world, they just add up. Even though, like, suddenly we'd have scenes that we had all these jokes and they'd be funny and it would kill, but then. Like ten minutes later, you feel a fatigue in the audience. They're starting to get tired of stuff, and you go like, you know what? We got to weed these down because oh, okay. we're just giving. You know, it's like it's like giving everybody all their food right up front, and they're just right. going to scarf so it you, down. You can't have the, in the wrong with them, <laughs> Well, you know, but for some
0: you, you, you can't have the shitting in the street scene, and then some other crazy scene right out. Like you need, you're saying you
3: need a little bit yeah. Of, uh, uh, I, no, totally. I mean, case in point was like, you know, when when she first meets um, Helen, you know, Rose Burns character. Yeah. We had, it's, you know, and she turns around and she, like, comes floating forward. We had all these hilarious things of, like, Rose kind of doing these kind of put-downs, which she wasn't sure if they were putting her down. Like, oh, did you just come from work? You know, like, <laughs> you? so It was really funny, but then... We eventually realized, like, we had to pull all those jokes out because the very next scene is her having that that showdown with right. her. The, so, if you kind of tipped your hat already and go like, "Well, yeah, she's just trying to take her down," then it won't be as funny to see them doing that on stage. But that was the thing, you know. The studio was really like, "We miss all those jokes." It's like, I know, but th- better to take them out, and it's going to be more helpful yeah. though for the whole thing. You know. And so you're you're pretty good about looking at it as, a, as a as a whole piece
0: and keeping yeah, it, yeah. keeping
3: the rhythms of it. Oh totally you have to be it, it all goes back to stand up. I mean it, my stand up training you know, that's why you know Judd does the same th- thing. It, it, that trained both of us for how to put together a movie cuz you know you're doing an hour set you know or, or sometimes longer and you just have to know that ebb and flow uh, of of when an audience when an audience gets tired you can't have them just like balls to the wall kind of the whole time so you got to get that flow going and also it even comes down to when we're doing the test screening process is exactly like how we used to hone our acts you know you go up with your notepad to try these, and then you okay that worked, and you go by the next time and try it a different way, and that's how we you know we test a movie. You know, I start testing the movies like two or three weeks into my director's cut. And that, oh wow! And then every two weeks we'll just I'll just do another uh, test because we have all this alternate material, and that way I don't fall in love with the cut. You know, because what happens if you do your standard ten week? dga sanctioned cut by the end of the 10 weeks you're just in love with every frame of the movie yeah. and so when you put them from an audience you're like oh those fuckers they don't you know well they they're laughing but they didn't they you know they're smiling but they're not laughing so, no that doesn't count <laughs> you know so you got to just you got to show it before you really are invested in it because then you can be very scientific and go like yeah pull that out that didn't work let's try that let's-
0: oh workshopping yeah that, that's actually that's what perbiglia did with uh sleepwalk oh i maybe, guarantee yeah where yeah. he would just he would they would just screen it They had a bunch of screenings, I guess, in New York. Yeah. And
2: then just had people, they just basically workshopped the movie. That's how the
4: Marx brothers made their fucking. Yeah, they went out on the
2: road. Exactly. And even the human giant guys, they would just, like, every time they would have, like, a completed sketch, they would would show it at UCB in New York and then just see where the laughs were and then go back and re edit it. Yeah. Because we we
3: record the laughs and we put it into the Avid. And so, you know, they're like, okay, (laughs) that didn't go last.
2: Oh, that's really, really? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, definitely. Well, because there's always debate. Like, I think that worked. I think, and the editor's like, well, let's listen to the tape. You know, and you're kind of like, I think got a big laugh and you just hear like a, like oh, a Yes, yeah. yeah, it's great. It, it ends any kind of differences you might have. So, no. so w- with Bridesmaids, I mean, obviously
0: that's, you know, uh, <laughs> you. I'm sure you thought, oh, this will probably do okay. But yeah. then when it was like, oh, fuck, that just made like $300 million. <laughs> right. I mean, like, are you, uh, how, how, uh, do you can wrap your mind around that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: exactly. That's how I felt when it was happening. <laughs> Boom, my head explodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was awesome. I mean, you know, you you, you never make something hope, you know, thinking that's it, not going to work. But at the same time, you kind of go like, oh, I hope this makes – you get like a number in your head. Like I was always like, if this could just make like $100 it would be so great because then it would be kind of considered a hit and blah, blah, blah. So then we just kind of kept going and going. It's awesome. But also, you know, it's also then intimidating for what are you going to make next because you want to – you know, do something because then they let you do whatever you well. want. Well, yeah, I know that. that so that's when you can c- completely fuck yourself, you know. Because then, what I wanted to avoid is the thing of like, that's a lot of directors will like have that hit, and then they go, now I'm going to pull out that personal project I've been trying to make. And it's like, I always Burt. wanted
4: to remake Psycho, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> ah, that worked out well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: but so, so I was nice. really with like, with the heat, I was really it took me a while to kind of go, like, what's the follow up that's going to kind of. Have that same comedy feel as Bridesmaids, but can be different. But the audience will. So I'm really happy with this one. It kind of it feels like the right follow-up.
2: Wait, it's not a female remake of the movie Heat. Oh boy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. All
2: right. <laughs> yeah. yeah
3: right. How did You're, you shoot yeah. the diner scene? Yeah. No, it was it was awesome. Yeah, You're general, never yeah. sure if Melissa McCarthy
4: and Sandra Bullock are in the same scene. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're, yeah, they're, <laughs>
0: that,
3: that could be a, a double. That tricky. could Wait be a, a double. <laughs> I like to be
4: tricky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you were in Three O'clock High. Yes. I've was. which is movie. one of my favorite movies of all time and I yep. think Phil Chuano and that that movie I think just redefined how so much stuff became made after it but oh, totally. rarely
3: gets the credit I think that it deserves. Well it was I mean it was way ahead of its time visually because it didn't do well at all and because I think people hadn't been through that on screen, you know that kind of because there was so much going on yeah. that I think people were kind of like, oh, it, it, it threw them off a bit. Phil and I went to a film school together. Oh wow! So that's actually kind of how I got in the movie. I auditioned. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I went to film school with you, and he was, you know, he was great. But um, no, I, it, it's really an unsung thing. But it, it, try to put yourself in the mind of an audience back then who had never kind of seen anything like that yeah. on screen. I remember it just like it, it. I just remember it did not do well because of that.
0: Well, I think you also um, it was sort of. It was one of those things where I think most people probably just didn't have an idea of what it was about. Yeah, Like, when totally. you say, three o'clock high, what is that? Three yeah. o'clock high. And then you just see Casey Samasco, like, yeah. being held in the... It's yeah. like a cartoon of him being held in the hand. Yeah, out of the clock yeah. or something. Yeah, no, I know. Such an amazing movie.
3: And I love Casey. He might be oh, a few years too old to be playing a high school guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying.
2: As was I. I was <laughs> playing a high school man too. So One of my favorite details man. from that movie is just like when he you know, he gets held up and, yeah. and, the, and, the, and then when he goes back to shirt. She, stays the yeah, the shirt still just popped up
3: like this. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> that yeah. was so the good. scene I
2: walked into, I believe. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was around when the. the and main then main things they were get really going when Paul walks in. Oh, boy. Then the craziness. Actually, I'm terrible in it because all you see is the top of my head. I was uh, so unsavvy on camera that I lean in and just, like, I don't <laughs> angle my face so you could see it. You literally see my scalp. So uh, <laughs> scalp performance, by. Well, then maybe you should write some stuff. Yeah. See, <laughs> wonder why I want it behind the camera, though. you? Do you yeah? ever want to
0: go back in front of the camera? Uh,
3: I, I mean, I do. I just people will call me and I'll do things if they, they offer it up. I just did something on Nick Kroll's show, which was really fun. Do you know that.
4: what part you want to play in when we read your Elf script?
3: Oh, oh gosh, um, I might have to have to read stage directions. Think, <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> that's fun. So that'll be. Let's see. So we we that's probably about like a half hour of reading, right?
3: Oh, the, the ALP yeah. the thing? Yeah. yeah. you oh, yeah, probably read about a half then hour. Then a two-hour
2: oh, yeah. Q&A afterwards, right? <laughs> yes.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. But of of I
4: think we could do it straight, and then then we'll have fun with it.
3: Well, I also <laughs> would like to... Maybe I could fold this in. I've always wanted to do a dramatic reading of... There's a book called Growing Up Brady that yes, Greg Brady wrote. Yes, of Done. The, but the the memo from Robert Reed to the network uh, about why he was so disappointed in the show and comparing it to themes of, of Shakespeare, yeah. and it's like the most brilliant... Memo I've ever seen, so I've always wanted to do a dramatic reading Done of that. You, Gosh, thank you. Then, then, okay,
0: so here's what, here's what we do. It's an evening with Paul. Oh, no, but, here, but here's what we do. Here's what yeah. we
3: do. We do the alf reading, yeah, but do, you open with that. Yeah, I was going to say, because I,
0: I can't follow the alf reading. You open with that. Yes. So that's because how long is that letter? How long is like maybe 10 it minutes? A few
3: pages. Yeah, it'd probably be a good 10 so minutes.
0: So 10 minutes, that, that's the opener right there. You read. You we read should be Barry doing this at LACMA.
4: I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah come on. Yeah, that's right. Let's we could do it at. This is kind Carnegie of we, Hall.
0: Well, I don't know if we could <laughs> do it. We've been talking to the Paley folks about like, doing stuff at Paley. Oh, done. Paley oh you should. Yeah, yeah, come that's on. where we should do it. But yeah. uh, but I think it might be. No, you know, I think it's kind of nice, intimate here. Well, we'll
4: kind of workshop it here.
3: Yeah. yeah. See, I'll go bring go. it over to the and, and then when it's huge. town. That's and then true. we
4: get the Alf puppet to come out for the Paley. Yes. Can we get him? What do you mean, puppet? I mean we get oh we get ALF out of out of he storage in Area 51. He didn't know Chris didn't know. Chris <laughs> didn't know he was real. No, he thought it was a documentary. Exactly right. No, it's, Gordon
0: Shumway is we real. Just, we have to get
4: him out of Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the ALF cartoon at all? Yes. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: It was fucking good.
3: It was I thought I thought the TV show ALF was good. I I thought it was hilarious. The I ALF cartoon Alf was
0: so he- self-aware like it was yeah. the first time I had ever seen that kind of self awareness in a uh, in a cartoon
3: i'll fight to the death about uh, uh you know elf i think it was a funny show uh did you work on gary shambling show too the first one it's gary Shandling show yeah, yeah the showtime the showtime yep, one i played his cousin or no he's uh, no i was i was the brother oh i was his brother in law that was it i was i was jessica harper's uh brother a a,
0: a, a camera a multi cam sitcom was on it's on so Showtime, funny. yeah,
3: that was pretty far ahead of its time. Way ahead. Of oh, its, time. it's still ahead of its time. Yeah, it still is. Yeah, and that doesn't get the respect that I mean. Larry the Sanders theme song did. Which is, is great. It's but,
4: the Gary Shayley yeah. show starring me. This is the theme <laughs> to the Gary Shaley. Show. Yeah. The opening the theme, theme to the show. Show. No, Gary Show. Gary probably...
0: called me up and asked yeah. if I would write a theme song. It's almost <laughs> the <theme> halfway there. <laughs> How do you like it so far? <laughs> How do you like, like the, theme the theme to Gary Show? And then he goes, "This is the part where I whistle." Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Now you know Michael Tucci, who played his neighbor on that, is in the heat, so... Hey! Did yeah, so I'm bringing shoot, back my Did you friends. shoot in Boston for yep. that? Yep. That's great. All Boston. Boston That's Strong, Yeah, It was great. Oh, I love that place. That's beautiful. I'm from Boston. Oh, you are? Yeah. I, I was saw, just there last week.
4: I saw I uh, I don't know. I was at a theater and I was... It was before a movie and they played a Two minute
3: scene from The Heat, and I, w- oh, that I was, had no
4: idea why they were doing that. That was but my I stunt. It.
3: I enjoyed it. Like <laughs> Thank that, you. That, that, was that was a stunt fun. I came up with, which it, it said for theater owners only, not to be shown to the public. Is ah. that it? Yes, yeah, so we did it like it was a mistake. Well, it was oh, very good. It was the interrogation it was scene, right? Yes. With it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, God, okay, I'm glad you saw that. It was I didn't great. Know. It was fun. It was before uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's
1: exactly. Me and
4: Doug Benson's in, like, Chicago or something. And my guess is that you probably just wanted to
0: watch the rest of The Heat. Yeah,
4: yeah. Yeah. We were like, oh, that would just stay
3: on. We don't yeah. have to watch the movie that doesn't have a plot. I just ran into Benson at the Butt oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, and Austin is great. I love him. Uh, the, Benson, uh, we used to do. I used to do stand up with Benson back. He was a variety arts guy.
0: Oh, he was. Yep. Oh, he was. Oh, Doug, what wow. Doug, yeah, so he
3: used to do the, he put the, the birds on his. Uh, he yeah.
0: had the giant
3: glasses. Yeah. And he'd put these birds, and they would peck him. Or and whatever. these, and he yeah. had
0: this like this helmet of hair. <laughs> yes. And Doug. these big fluffy glasses. Doug like.
4: can still grow the helmet of hair.
0: I mean, he's still <laughs> got it all. It's there.
3: <laughs> It's now he's all go. cool and successful. Yeah, whatever. Nice. <laughs>
4: uh- <laughs> Yeah, Pot really did great things. I know exactly. Yeah. See, no, I know he did. He did good for. <laughs> he found his lane. Yeah, he found his lane. He's doing a good job with it. Uh,
3: but like, did you like? How was shooting in Boston? Was it's it awesome. Like, yeah, so I mean, we I, I love that place. Who knew that the the, the food scene is so amazing? Oh, in Boston? I knew. Oh, look yeah. at me. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but the oyster I'm, I'm oyster fanatic. So. Oh, did you go
4: to the oyster house where uh, Kennedy made his announcement that he's going to run yes. for president? Oh, yeah. Very nice
3: there. And then now there's Neptune. I mean, there's a million. And then Barbara Lynch has yep. all these amazing restaurants. So it, it was. I, I loved it there. It was hotter than hell, and yeah. we made the mistake of i the the Boston Herald had gone out of business, and so their entire facility was empty. And so when we were location scouting, we found all these giant rooms. I was like, "This can be our sound stage." So we uh. made it into our sound, but not realize it's hot, it's old, and it's completely dirty. So we had to bring in all these air conditioning. Units and they they put these giant tubes in yeah. and it just blew literally like fifty years worth of old ink into the oh, air. I, wow, I swear wow. all of our lives have been shortened by ten years. <laughs> oh oh shit. So yeah. please enjoy the heat. <laughs> these the class yeah. action It was, it was
0: suit. the ghosts of decades of yeah. news breaking stories, <laughs> <Exactly>. absorbing <it. laughs> decades of
4: questionable of terrible <laughs> puns on the back page. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but but Money.
3: Oh no. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was, it was really That's great. Loved love boss So now that the
0: heat's now that the heat's done it's about to I mean it's basically out of your hands at this yep. point it's about what, when is the, when's the premiere uh, uh, June 28th June 28th mm-hmm. so once that happens are you already working on a, the next thing that you're doing yeah
3: I got the next thing I, I wrote it and uh, the studio's all set to do it we're just trying to figure out who's gonna play the lead so uh, it's a, it's like a female James Bond I'm available perfect and she's a tall guy with yeah. glasses <laughs> I, can, I got range you can do it I got range Surprise. I can do it but oh, no, I'm excited uh, about that. It's a comedy.
0: And- you've, you've just reminded me that I was uh, I was on a treadmill the other day and watching Mission Impossible, the original Mission Impossible movie, yeah, Tom Cruise, which I had not seen in a long time, which. Already is so fucking dated, like the <laughs> oh, technology. Yeah, the oh man, and the PowerBook,
2: the and the, power book. Event. the <laughs> Knock list. And the Knock
4: List, <laughs> the phones with the with the with the little nubby
2: antenna. But here's yeah. what
4: here's what that movie did. <laughs> that set up the style of breaking into anywhere in a high tech movie. Yeah, that set up the style of that was the first the one with pressure one floor down. and like the sweat. And, it like, also set up that um,
0: y- you can. Tr- the, that we have this crazy mask technology that does not exist, I, yeah. Yeah. where it's just like he pulls off John Voight's thing. Well, I know. that was in Mission Impossible. It was in the TV show. So but but the way that. That, you know, yeah. that from the bottom, yeah, I know. Sure. it's like Face Off. Yeah. Yeah. right. just yeah. like Face Off. Yeah. Yeah. Like we had that. Definition. By the way, if you just want to look like someone else, you just need the skin from their
4: face, not their bone
3: yeah. structure. Yeah, I think Sons of or... the Lambs taught us one thing. Yeah,
4: that's your one takeaway. But if in your new movie, if Jonah Hill can't do something, I'll shave. Yes. Hey, done. <laughs>
2: Silence
4: of, of the Lambs also taught me that I can just throw cum at people. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no. of
2: course you, you can. knew that. Yeah. I didn't know Don't that. Don't act
4: like it took I a movie never, to teach you that. No. What else are you going to do in a prison? Has anybody been watching Hannibal, by Al's, the way?
3: Oh, that's right. Al's dad knew that. Uh, <laughs> no, I haven't <laughs> that's, watched it. Everyone that's says that. Right. Yeah. No, I haven't watched it. Watch, watch Hannibal. I everybody. like that Mads guy. Yeah. well he was, uh, He'll was. he always chief. be Le shift Le, Schiff. Schiff. Le, Le Schiff. Chief. <laughs> That's the greatest Bond movie of all time. I agree with you.
4: Yep, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, Which I, one? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Oh, Casino Royale. It's so yep. good. It's I. Uh, it's hard to believe Martin Campbell would then go direct the Green Lantern, but he did. What happened? I don't know. I, I don't know.
3: They offered it, him a lot of money. Oh, good. yeah. yeah That's yeah, that yes. it. Jonah, Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, yeah, Jonah. Jonah. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> <His laughs> a friend of mine said, the, the bad guy looked like Gail Gordon. <laughs> 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 he said, it, "I forget who it was." He said, it, it, "It's as if somebody gave my mom millions of dollars and told her to make a comic book movie."
0: <laughs> Gail <laughs> Gordon. By By the way, that people (laughs) might know from the uh, from
3: the Lucille Ball show. Yes, exactly. uh, Mr. Mr. Mooney, Mr. Mooney, Miss Carmichael. (laughs) See another one from your. Treasure Trove, there. Yeah, Ms. Go- <laughs> <See>? <laughs> he, he <laughs> can my read it.
0: Treasure Trove sounded sarcastic.
3: <laughs> oh. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're always. No, you're always. I'm impressed with all your. God damn it! I your think next, your own Wilson your next is very comedy good. comedy
4: hour should just <laughs> be your impression.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, yep. That's right. See, that's that. All of them. Uh, everyone from uh, Kevin McDonald to Max <laughs> oh, Wright.
3: You, you do Kevin McDonald?
0: Yeah. Well, I do a fairly regular. <laughs>
3: that's hilarious.
0: Oh, there's a cat on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Yours. You're a, I do what I can, Paul. I try, I try. <laughs> uh, but they're
3: not. But they're not. You know, it's just a handful of them. I want to do one podcast where we just throw names at you and you have to imitate them. Oh
0: shit! I love it.
2: Mm. No, oh, wow. I'll never it, that people... do Chris Hardwick
0: i just not yeah. who is uh, Chris Hardwick. No, it'll be like, uh, it'll be like, uh, it'll be like Robert Downey yeah. Jr.'s character in Tropic Thunder, where yeah, he, he just, just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't know, he doesn't know yeah. who he is anymore. <laughs> we'll just
4: do your trigger word, amazeballs.
0: Oh, that's not my trigger word. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
2: safe it word. It is now. A <laughs> Ow, amazeballs.
0: <laughs> By the way, my mom texted me something the other day of some link to something, and then she goes, a <laughs> and i yeah. like mom please. it sticks <laughs> the lexicon yeah. congratulations don't they stick <laughs> Don't be urban. Don't get all urban dictionary yeah. on me, mom.
3: Can I buy a coffee mug with that on it? Yes, please. That'd be excellent.
4: Uh, amaze balls, Chris
0: Harvick's mom. <laughs> uh... you, should, you should sell
4: a line of magic balls. <laughs> you call them amaze balls.
0: <laughs> I one time I said amaze balls" to make fun of the of amaze balls, uh-huh. and
4: then somehow you don't make fun
0: of things, Chris. Some someone's attributed to me that I said that all the time. I'm like, I don't say it all the time. You're the
3: Jimmy J.J. Walker. I am not the J.J. Walker. That <laughs> no. amaze balls is not my dynamite. No count well. I don't it always will be to me. It's hard. It's, it's your it's kryptonite. It's my kryptonite,
0: yeah. not my dynamite. Nice. You go
3: hundred years in the future, and there's Chris's uh, just like the we, tombstone, yeah. holding, holding up to the sky. Holding, Two a, balls holding a, up a maze, maze balls. balls. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, they're just dangling.
0: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You're holding a
4: ball. It says a maze, and then another one says ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't they both? Have but to they're say backwards, it? so it's balls. Yeah, the I balls, I mean, it maze. They would
0: both have to say a maze for them to be a maze balls,
4: right?
3: Yeah. Well, if you want to figure this out. Okay, oh, yeah. hang on, guys. Hang on. Now, if I'm looking in a mirror, you guys yeah. don't have to be anywhere, right? You
0: don't have to be anywhere. I know we got all day,
4: man. Something happens on June 28th, but we yeah. got to figure out this maze ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah you know, come on. Did, exactly. did you, did you Wait, say...
2: guys. What if we were in a maze and we needed the balls to get out? Those are maze balls. Those are maze balls. But then you
3: have an yeah, have maze a balls. maze ball. Yeah,
2: a maze but ball. You have but it wouldn't have a maze, 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 maze balls. balls and maze balls. And you meant the shining. What? He wasn't in a maze and phantasm. There was kind of a maze. The mausoleum was kind of a maze. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'll yeah. give that to you. I'll yeah. give that. that was an amaze ball. That's right. We did need I just plural. realize something pluralized. you said a minute ago? <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, That's why I brought it up. I wasn't just referencing a 70s horror movie. <laughs> I was thinking too much about to the maze. <laughs> I was thinking too much about the maze
3: and The Shining. <laughs> he, and he just, just blurted it out. That's his So your new movie you're working on is amaze balls. Yes, it is. It is as a follow-up to Amaze Pauls. Amaze Balls, amazing balls. That's right. Exactly. Um,
0: so, did you? Can you talk about what your thing is, or no? My thing? Yeah, your new thing. Yeah, yeah, like, What's what next? Oh yeah, it's, uh, female James Bond. No, but can you talk more? about, like, do you, is it cast? No, no. We're trying, trying to, to figure out them. the cast. I right think now. that's
3: enough of a nugget to get us intrigued. Hello, exactly. No, it, it's, it's Fox. I, I made a deal over at Fox because uh, we had such a good time on the Heat that I've opened up a shingle there. Great. A shingle. <laughs> it's called Co. A shingle. A Fico? Yeah. Oh my the Fico. Yeah. The Fico, Fico Entertainment. There you go. See? That's good name. We make magic. <laughs> no, that's not our We <laughs> right. you amaze it. your balls, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um no, but it's it's a it's a comedy but it's not like a Johnny English. It's like a, a action comedy, so. Is it called the humidity? No, you said Don't that. <laughs> <ask about laughs> it's, the it's not the heat. You said, that's right. you said that, Paul, when you said it's a comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> see how I see how I do that? <laughs> and then and then sneak I, around. I'm going to now,
0: now that we've now that we've made contact, I'm going to start Every once in a while, I'm just going to poke your arm and be like, sci-fi comedy. Yeah, totally. Comedy. Exactly.
4: Yep. Yeah, uh, but first things first. Done.
3: Alf read-through. Well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it goes right to the head of the class. Alf try. the
4: Ooh. movie. Yes. They did one it's in
3: tough. 2004, I want to say.
4: An Alf TV movie on ABC. Please look that up, Katie. I don't want to be crazy.
3: I think I think you're right.
2: Actually, yeah. I have a weird memory of that. Yeah. No one wants to be crazy, Matt.
4: And I feel like David Alan Greer was in it as oh like a military guy. Like oh, they, they're probably trying to take him down. I made yeah. that up. Like, yeah, that saying, might have been a dream. It <laughs> <That, that> was <laughs> an episode of yeah, We're It was a out. fever dream.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been a dream you had. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real thing that actually occurred. Yes. Uh, please, anywhere. please, please,
4: Katie. Finally, <laughs> you found the pictures of Mr. Alf smoking crack. So please. I was going to say
2: the whole that's, internet. Exists, Mr. Alf, yeah. calling him Mr. I'm calling him Mr. Alf's my father's name. Mr. Alf's my father. He lives in
0: Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah. I'm Neil. Elf, Do
4: we have a ping? Do we have a ping? <laughs> what are you looking up? Uh-oh. Alf. Tr- oh, Elf yeah, project Alf. Alf. project Alf. Project
2: Alf. I oh, yeah, that does stuff in my What? This
4: is What? TV movie, 1987.
0: No, Alf that's,
3: loves not it. Oh. that's not He's it. He's had many movies.
2: Project Way, where they uh, Alf has designers come in <laughs> and make aliens. The <laughs> Alf <laughs> Mysteries would be pretty good, though. Just like whatever, like oh, yeah, the Cosby Mysteries. 1996. Like a Columbo oh, type of series? Wow. Wow. I put that in. Well, it's just like you know, like a Dick Van Dyke nice. did it, and yeah, uh, and you know, Matlock, and then yeah. yeah, and Murder She Wrote. I yeah. was—I just I, want to
4: point out—I was
3: off by nine years. <laughs> <laughs> That's that within the margin of error. It's okay. You can still be a pollster. <laughs> it's good. I want to make uh, a movie of a Lancelot Link secret Chip. That has always been a, a dream of mine. Oh, that's yes. awesome. Yes. Except I know I get my face torn off at some point during production. <laughs> or genitals. Well, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't just complain well you, you don't need to. So really... Just get Andy so you're going to take my face, take my genitals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 Andy can play all the roles. He would do the same
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, he'd yeah, yeah. yeah, he'd probably rip your face yeah. off. If, yeah.
3: if I had a dime for every time I tore someone's face <laughs> off. <out. laughs> You'd uh, have no sense. That you know of. This was so much fun, Paul Feig. you got to come back. Chris. Thank you. I, I love it. And can I please be on on Talking Dead? Sure. Thank you. I love that show. You do such a great job. Oh, I that. appreciate that. Thank you. It's awesome. I, yeah. I watch it religiously, and I, and I love I can't wait for The to- Walking Dead to come back. I am very excited to have The Walking Dead come back, too. Oh. I wish he was wow. like really a fan of The Talking Dead and never watched The Walking Dead. Yeah, I don't like zombie just, stuff. I, yeah, it. It I, mean. scary. I love to see people laugh, though, <laughs> and talk about things that I don't people, know. People talk yeah. about
0: zombies. I'm cool yeah, with that. You know, I'll get the show when they show the clips. I'll see what's
3: going on. I'm a bad fan, though. Because I, I watch everything religiously, but I don't know all the minutia of it. So I'll sure. go like, oh, you the guy with the beard, and I'll be like, and then, you know, that guy, yeah, and that guy, and there'll yeah. be a lot yes. of that. So get yeah. ready for that. All
0: those things, the right. walkers, yes, yes them, yeah, exactly.
3: Although Mishan I do know. That's I love that. girl
0: They're, un... Dead. Yes, yes, they're undead. Yes, undead. They're undead. Yes. <laughs> they're not alive. I yeah. mean, what do they call them? I don't know what they call them. They're, they're called, called runners. runners.
2: They're called runners. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I know they're not called
3: biters. Yeah. That's lame. That's why we don't like the general. That's right. Biters, like it's lame. Them. Did you read the comic books? No. They're fucking great. Are they? Yeah. So that's why I haven't read Game of Thrones, because I, I, I'm like being surprised more than going like, oh, they didn't shoot that correctly. I haven't read Game of Thrones because I look at the books and I'm like, I don't have that kind of time. I, 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 literally, yeah. I am friends with people who I don't think could could pay attention to anything more than five minutes. They're like, oh, Game of Thrones books are awesome. I'm like, how, how did you read those? Like, I can't even begin to approach those things. But they go like, yeah. oh, they're really easy to read. So I don't know. I what just see all TV? those names I can't pr- pronounce. I go like, yeah. oh, I'm
2: dead. Yeah, TV's easy, easy to read, too. So I'll just do Yeah, TV's pretty easy to read. Amen yeah. to that. Yeah,
4: closed captioning. <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> We're going to close caption this podcast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> On. Okay. That'd be great. I mean, stream We should
0: close caption the podcast. No. Just like, put up a YouTube le- video. Do you know how these... long that
4: would take Yes.
3: To do? But you're leaving all the uh, whole audience out. You're you don't have to do it. Well, who's going to do it?
0: There are people who will. Someone All transcribed right. one. Just episode put it up next
3: to your Dragon Dictation, and yeah. there you go. Oh. <laughs>
4: oh no! Oh my God! God that one. We should just send. We should just drop a Google voicemail of the podcast, yeah. and then reread that. It'd out be loud. like bad lip sync or whatever. We'll just read that. Out <laughs> yeah, loud. bad lip reading. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a good idea. All right, we'll do something along those Paul, lines. Paul F. did on the Paul F. Tomcast. Uh, <laughs> he had a thing from the from the Largo show where he had uh, he had put the uh, Martin Luther King. Uh, I have a dream speech oh, yeah, yeah. into Google Translator. <laughs> it's yeah. And then it came back out, and then he
3: had Tim Meadows read it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was perfect. Oh, my God. So yeah. It was perfect. That's it was really perfect. Good. I like making my final draft read a script for me. Oh, that's enjoyable. <laughs> that's always the best. <laughs> <laughs> Little girl voice, lady voice, man voice. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we had fun. We oh, did it. For fun, yeah. yes. Thank you, Paul. Enjoy Thank your you. burrito, everyone. Thanks, guys.
0: Bye.
2: <laughs> you know, go ahead. All do right. uh, it. Enjoy your burrito. I gotta dig that
3: out.
1: Now leaving
0: Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. Get five pairs of glasses sent to you, try them on, send them back, they'll fill your prescription, and then you'll get them back in two days if you use the promo code NERDIST.